ఓం శ్రీ సాయిరామ్ వెల్కమ్ టు ద క్వశ్చన్ అండ్ ఆన్సర్ సెషన్ థ్యాంక్ యూ వెరీ మచ్ ఫర్ సెండింగ్ యువర్ క్వశ్చన్స్ ఫార్ యువర్ ఇంట్రెస్ట్ ఇన్ ద సబ్జెక్ట్ ఏ క్వశ్చన్ ఈజ్ రిసీవ్డ్ దిస్ మార్నింగ్ ద క్వశ్చన్ గోస్ దిస్ వే యూ హ్యావ్ బీన్ స్పీకింగ్ ఆఫ్ ద డివైన్ లవ్ స్పిరిచువల్ లవ్ but at the same time i want to inform you that we are in the level of human level at this rate being in the human level the human law how do you expect us to transform the human love into the divine love is it possible are they separate this is the question well the answer let us try to discuss what is the human love what is the divine love is to be known first human level human love is conditional the divine love is unconditional human love is selfish divine love is selfless human love is expectational divine love is non expectational love human love is limited to a particular stage or age whereas divine love is beyond space time age stage whatever you may call it human love has got certain goals or aims the divine love is a goal unto itself it has no goal at all nor any aim at all because divine is love love is divine god is love love is god in that sense there is nothing to expect and nothing uh, to reach or attain well that's in brief the difference between the human love and the divine love last but not the least human love is individual or individualistic while the divine love is universal or cosmic now the, the the other part of the question is this how to transform the human love into the divine love well as we know the human love begins at the physical level we love the body carried away by the beauty and all the uh, all the uh, things that we expect and we love in other words to begin with the human love starts with the physical attraction or physical beauty and it does not stop at that level by and by one moves to the higher level beyond he begins to love from his heart it is just love to love and heart to heart as bhagwan puts it and when once there is this heart communication the love does not stop 
anywhere. From this stage or level of the heart, the love attains to the level of the soul. The soul or being, as you know, is not located at a particular place or confined or restricted to a time. The soul or the being is the very presence, yes, the very presence of the being matters a lot. Naturally, being is, uh, is an expression of all aliveness, radiance. Therefore, from the physical level, we go to the heart level. From the heart, we reach the level of the soul or the being. It doesn't stop there. It will certainly help you to go to a higher level to reach the universal level. It's beyond. You begin to love the entire humanity and you recognize that an individual is just a, a representative of the humanity. So it is universal level, broad, expansive, all-pervading level. From this, we still reach the highest level that love is, is the very existence, which is formless. And this formless existence of love takes you very close to God. God is beyond the name and the form. Existence is also beyond the name and the form. That's how this level, the stage of existence is very close to God. We may have to understand that love is nothing but echo of God, of God's love. And God within us comes out in the form of love. And God is present in every being. And in that case, body is the very temple. From this point, you look at your lover as a temple with God within the holy shrine. This is the way how we can transform the human love to the divine love. Shirdi Bhagwan remarked once, you think of the deity installed at the shrine of the temple. You don't go by the compound wall and the towers there. If you look at the towers and the compound wall taken away by the decoration, you'll be missing what you really want. But your concentration, your looks are always towards the holy shrine and the deity installed there. Similarly, when the body is your temple, the divinity installed there is within. That is highest level when we recognize that love is just an echo of God's love. 
Thus, the human love can be transformed into the divine love. From one stage to another stage, evolution, physical to the heart, heart to the soul, and from that to the universal level, and to see it, find it, experience in the whole of the existence as to see God in everyone. That every farm is a temple. That's what uh, I feel on this subject. Thank you. Then the next question is this. When I meet a person who is quite rude, very rude towards me, I feel like escaping him. Sometimes I come across a person shouting, very angry. I want to avoid him. Do you mean to say this escape or avoidance is a way to be safe enough or is it proper? Why do I want to avoid rude people? Why do, why do I want to escape from the, these people who are angry? Why? This is the question. The answer is this. I call a person a very rude person because I saw his rude behavior at one point of time. I have come across a person is very angry, shouting, and hence I avoid him. In other words, because of his rude behavior, I feel that he is a rude person. As this man is shouting, being very angry, well, I brand him as an angry man. So the only way out is to avoid these people. But let us go deep into the subject. When I call him rude man, meaning basing on his rude behavior, at one point of time, I call him is very rude. I have come to that conclusion. Why don't I think that he is only rude at that point of time and the remaining part he is very kind, very good. I don't realize it. Because I saw his rude behavior at that point of time. Well, I, I just brand him as a very rude man. In that sense, I may be wrong in my calculation and judgment. Similarly, I might have come across a person who is very angry and shouting to the pitch of his voice and avoid him. But when I sit for a while and think this way, why is he angry? What made him so angry? Is he in anger all the time? Does he shout? Is shouting his nature? I don't put these questions at all. Because I saw him shouting at one moment of time because of the cause or reason known to him, I just want to avoid him. I call him is an angry man. That's my conclusion. That's my judgment. Well, when I inquire from this point of view, what made him angry? Only this moment is angry. Otherwise, he's quite calm and cool like anybody else. What made him angry? Well, I, I do not know. 
Therefore, my friends, we brand people very uh, uh, on the surface value. Because I saw him behave, conduct himself at a particular moment in a way, so I call him, he is that. He shouted, he is an angry man. He is rude, he is a rude man. That's how I take it. No, that may not be uh, what you call uh, good. It is rather quite uncharitable on our part, quite unkind, unkind to come to that decision. We may have to explore, find out what made him to behave rudely, what made him angry, that we have to know. So we cannot judge any person basing on the conduct or behavior on the spur of the moment at a particular spot. In fact, I don't know the person at all. I don't know his being. I just saw his outer expressions. I just witnessed his interrelationships, how he has been shouting and how he is uh, continuously rude to people and therefore I think they are rude or angry persons. So I judge because of their conduct or behavior at that moment. This is quite wrong. I don't know them completely, fully. I don't know their uh, being. No. In reality, I do not know. After all, we come across so many types of people in, in the community. There are some people who just smile at you. They may not mean anything. They go on smiling for no reason. So, is he a smiling man? Not necessary. If you just go into the details, you will understand he's very sad inside. All the smile he, has, he bears on the face is merely a show, that's all. He's crying inside while he's smiling outwards. He is hiding his tears. So the smiling face does not indicate that he's very happy within. Same as a, a rude man or an angry man. Take for example, uh, myself, I am here. And people may call me very good man, but I know I am not that good as they praise me. People may call me a great scholar, but I know within I am not that big a scholar as to deserve their encomiums or tributes. So I judge myself in a different style. I judge myself from the point of my being. I don't judge my, uh, myself from the point of my external behavior or conduct. I may be smiling and shake hands with the boss, but I feel within very bad about him. Therefore, when it comes to the individual, the individual knows to what extent he is true to the external behavior, to the external conduct. But one knows what he is, what he really is, because he judges on the basis from the point of his being, not by acts. That's all. Therefore, let us be very careful in branding people. 
one may be really a loving person but just at that situation at that moment some might have uh, some must have triggered in him that anger and seeing that well my behavior changes and i form a permanent impression that is an angry man is quite uncharitable therefore it is said in the holy bible judge not lest thou shall be judged if you judge others you will be judged tomorrow judge yourself not others because what you feel what you know your being is totally private you know yourself what you are others uh, do not know they simply watch your behavior conduct mannerisms courtesy all that external show therefore we have to learn to see in depth understand in full and then only come to a conclusion not merely by external behavior when once we try to understand in depth see or look at again and again well we will not brand any person we will not judge anybody anybody this sense of judgment drops on its own accord because what all conclusion i arrived at arrived at is not based on the totality of the person no it is only partial a piece of his personality and that too unfortunately as illuck would have it i have seen the ugly part of him the bad part of him therefore i call him is totally bad but how about the other things that i do not know which may be very beautiful dimensions in that personality therefore by merely observing watching a fraction a piece or a bit of a behavior of a person outside we should not judge single instance is not enough to judge anybody therefore moreover when i go on speaking he is a rude man he is an angry man he is a crooked man he is a bad man what does it all indicate it speaks about me rather than the other person it speaks about me what kind of man i am how i am assessing people how i am judging people how i am evaluating people all around without taking into consideration the whole personality of the other man about whom i speak without knowing the other man in full in depth what he is without knowing the context i begin to interpret and that is my interpretation on his behavior how foolish it is my interpretation is just partial therefore personal feel personal interpretations do not apply to the totality of the person in front of you that makes you come to conclusion so and so is rude so and so is bad so and so is uh, what you call ugly this is not the way therefore the conclusion is let us not judge anybody let us not come to any conclusion immediately because we see only the external conduct and behavior and we do not know is a true personality
is a true being which is not accessible to all but one knows whether it is good or bad because he judges himself from the point of his self or being thank you very much